Planning a Disney World or Universal Studios vacation is not an easy feat. Between Genie Plus, advanced dining reservations, park tickets, hotel accommodations, and more, you're looking at hours upon hours of work when it comes to booking your vacation. Wouldn't you like your vacation to feel more like a vacation, though? Then let Zip Travel give you a hand. Zip Travel can not only save you hours of time and headaches by booking your hotel accommodations, getting the park tickets, booking the dining reservations, and a plethora of other things you need for your vacation. They can also save you money by finding the rates and discounts available during your trip. They are a great resource you can also lean on with any questions or situations that arise related to your vacation. But you know what the best part about all of this is? Their services are completely 100% free. Not only are their services free, but Zip Travel is an authorized Disney vacation planner and an officially earmarked gold Disney travel agency. In fact, they are the travel agency that Jamie and I use exclusively to book our numerous trips that we take to Disney World, Universal Studios, and any other place in the world. They book it all for us. We lead super busy lives and they make it so much easier by handling all the trip planning details for us. We know they will do the same for you. In fact, we believe in them so much, we're willing to throw in some extras if you book your next vacation through Zip Travel. If you book at least a three-night vacation package, you'll receive from us a free t-shirt, $10 in CTM shop credit, and a goodie gift basket waiting for you at the front desk of your hotel. So to book your next trip and save time, money, and your sanity, head to travelwithzip.com today. Again, that's travelwithzip.com. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the show. My name is Jamie Lee, and I'm joined by my husband, Mr. Jared Lee. Hello, Jared. Hello. Well, I have a question for you, as always. All right. So when you were at Universal Studios Park, let's say you're in Beverly Hills, and you want to go to Sue's Landing. Let's say that you're going to go from there to Sue's Landing. Do you walk to Diagon Alley and take Hogwarts Express, or do you just walk out the front of the park and then go through the front of islands of adventure which would you do uh it it would depend on a couple of variables i would say if it's like how long of a wait is hogwarts express versus you know because if you're in beverly hills you're not that far from the entrance okay let's say you're in simpsons land okay i mean if you're back there again i think it would still depend if it was you know 20 minute wait for Hogwarts Express. I would take that. I mean, Hogwarts yeah. Express is cool. Now, this depends on if you've never done it before or not, too. If you've done it before and you don't really. Well, this is you. Right. If it's me, it's just going to depend on how long that is, probably. Okay. So if it's like an hour long wait, I'll just walk out of the park and walk over, probably. Okay. But if it's like 20 minutes, hmm. I would do that. I think we, we've done, I mean, we've done the walk from Universal Studios Park to Islands, mm-hmm. like f- from the entrance to entrance. And depending on where you go, I mean, it takes like, I don't know, somewhere around 20 minutes-ish to walk it. So if you're willing to walk it, if you haven't walked too much that day. You mean from the time you exit the park to get over there? No, like from where you are in the park. Oh, yeah, yeah, You know, like, again, like Universal Studios Park isn't that big. I would say from like end to end, it's a 
15 minute walk. It's not bad. I mean, it's Maybe. definitely if you're way back there, it's, you know, you're like, okay, let's go do this sort of thing. But yeah, uh, I mean, that's one of the advantages that Universal has is that everything's really close. So you're not yeah. too far away. But if I was in like Men in Black, if I was over there, I would probably take Hogwarts Express. If it, if, because the walk would be longer. If like, that's just me though. Yeah. Again, it just depends on how long that wait is for Hogwarts Express. If it's, if it's a super busy day and let's say you don't have Express Pass and it's like an hour plus wait. And it's, but what if it's really hot? Well, okay. If you're talking about me, I don't, I don't know. The heat doesn't bother me as much. So I would just be fine with it, I suppose. But again, I mean, I'm, I'm assuming you would probably take Hogwarts, Hogwarts Express most of the time. If it's hot and, the, the weight's not too bad on, right. on King's Cross. I would probably, I'd probably just take the train over. No, I totally agree. Yeah. It's just going to depend on how long that wait is. But okay. I mean, if I, what I prefer, I would prefer to take Hogwarts Express. I mean, it's a cool thing. It's, it's, it is another attraction in a way that also just gets mm-hmm. you to another place you want to go. And, you know, it does save you a potentially 15 to 20 minute walk. It's true. So. That's why I was curious. Okay. Okay. There you go. Well, uh, today we are we have a little bit of news, not much to talk about there, but we are going to bring back our 101 series where we've done Hogsmeade and we've also done Diagon Alley 101, where we just kind of did a deep dive into those lands. We're doing that again today with Marvel Superhero Island. So I'm really excited to get this started. But first, we want to mention that you, if you're looking for more content, more uh, live streams, discounts on merchandise, and a lot more, you should look into our private podcast group, Club 32. Yes. So like Jamie said, if you want even more content, we have live streams. We have uh, shows that are, you know, only you can find in there. We just started restarted our CT at the movie series, and last week we did a watch party of all the '90s, not all of them, but the two Full House '90s sitcoms where they went to uh, Disney World. So we're going to start a series on that. We're going to do some watch parties. So that's always a lot of fun. We have the Club Thirty Two show we do every week. We have Cool Kids Kitchen. We have Club Thirty Two Speakeasy. There's a private podcast feed, private Facebook group, and Discord. Plus, you get 20% off of C-Team Apparel and 1901 Candle Company products. So again, if you want to join there and help support the show, you go to ctmvip.com. You can do monthly or yearly options, and you can even do a free trial if you want to see it's for you. And uh, go check it out. So again, it's ctmvip.com. If you have any questions, you can always message us on social media, or you can always email us at hello at ctm.show as well. All right. Thank you very much. Let's start with some news today. So Jared, why don't you start us off? What do we got? Well, uh, we talked about uh, the well, at least last week or last episode about how Minions Land is uh, on the horizon. We don't know when it's opening, but we are starting to get an idea that it seems to be opening in sections as we had maybe. the, the yeah. sign uh, was unveiled. Well, I would say maybe the, given the sign was unveiled that shows Minions Land mm-hmm. and then now Evil Stuff gift shop is now open. So this is the gift shop that is going to be the exit of the uh, minion, is it minion blast? Villain con, villains? Is it villains con or villain con? Villain con. Villain con minion blast. Yeah. So that's the gift shop. So the gift shop is now open. And they did not announce this; they just did it. Everyone's like, "Oh, let's just go in and take a look." Yeah, I. We were talking about this. They also took down some of the construction walls around the ride, so you can get a little closer. Uh, I think to yeah. check out some of the posters, you can see there as well. So, you know, we've had the discussion on how you know. How's this going to go? And I, I almost think it's just going to maybe open in sections as things get done 
then mm-hmm. they'll have one big, you know, uh, either opening date or something like that. Because they kind of did this with Velocicoaster. It was in soft opening yeah. for a bit before it, quote unquote, officially opened. I'm wondering, do you think they'll do annual pass holder previews? They, I, I think so. I mean, we were looking through it. They did for Hagrid's and they did for Velocicoaster. So, I mean, looking historically, I would assume they would. But again, they could... The the ride, I would assume, if they're going to open this in sections, maybe the last thing that opens. Mm-hmm. So they may open up... I mean, it makes sense. They open up a gift shop. They want to sell stuff. So, you know, that's... Right. Uh, you know, they there's the food options as well. So those could open. And then once the ride opens, that's official launch. But I, I don't know. It's... This is um, a little bit new, I think, for the for doing it this way. I don't know. So I was looking back at I didn't look at Hagrid's because we we didn't live in Florida at the time when it opened it because it opened in twenty nineteen. Mm-hmm. Um, Velocicoaster, we were here, but we were actually visiting Missouri when the time it was like May second to fifth. I think is when they ran those AP It previews. wasn't very long, yeah. No, it was just a couple of days, but it was over a month before it officially opened. Yeah. So I'm wondering, will they do the same thing with Minion Blast? I mean, it's a little bit different because it's not a roller coaster. So I don't think as much testing needs to go needs to happen with that this kind of ride. But they are testing it currently. Yeah. Uh, I know that for sure. And it, I mean, and I don't know the last time I'm trying to think. This is also not just one ride, but an entire sort of land that's opening. So you have all these right. different parts of it. So Will they I, do it together or separate? Right. And so yeah. I don't know. I mean, I'm trying to think of the last land that would open like this. It's it's I don't know. It's this is the first time it's happened in quite a while where they've oh done gosh, yeah. So I don't really know Diagon what, Alley, twenty fourteen. But that would have all opened at once. Right. They didn't have that open in sections. But also right. you couldn't get to it. So this is obviously an area of the park where you know, it's a it's right when you walk in the park. So it's the first thing you see. So they may also just want things open. So that when people come into the park, they can see things there instead of just construction walls. So yeah, uh, it, it could be some of that. I my guess is they do have AP previews, even if it's just for a few days. Yeah, you know, I could see it being for a few weeks before or something. A Monday through Friday, and it open or a Monday through Thursday, and it opens up on a Friday or something like that. So I would assume they will, but the other sections of it, say like obviously the gift shop, the I, you know, we don't, I don't know the status of the food, the Minion Cafe or the... Well, we can't see any of that. Right. Um, so those, yeah. I could see those opening. Well, construction and, walls are still around it. So we can't even see like where you would actually walk in. Right. We can only see them painting and like adding things to the buildings. So we have signs. We have signage up. We, like, we know there's the Minions Cafe. We know there's a bank. There's a bank right there. Yeah. We see Bake My Day. That's that sweet shop. We see Illumination Theater. The sign is up there. So it seems to be like the exterior is close. Yeah. At this point, I would say that's just final touches. And then what is the inside? Right. The thing. (laughs) Who knows where that's at? But if I were to guess as to, you know, when this maybe opens, because again, they haven't said officially when it opens, they just said summer. I think probably given. We're we're seeing maybe across Disney and Universal tourism in the areas down a little bit. I think Universal probably wants to get this thing open because hopefully they they could see some people coming in. Mm-hmm. And really, from a competitive standpoint, I'm sure they would love to see them get a little bit of a bump, and you know their competitor maybe not. Yeah. So I think they've got a lot of motivation to try and get this open. You know, on I don't know if June's even possible, but but in July, I mean, we've heard August, so I think the possibility would be 
at this point, late June or July as I like don't, the quickest. I don't see June. I don't either. But Universal also, you know, apparently from this, they just one day may just say, hey, this is open sort of thing. I don't think they will with the ride, but I think they could with the other things in there. But, mm-hmm. you yeah, know, if I mm-hmm. had to guess, I think July is a pretty um, a good guess. I think they would love to have that thing open by July. I keep hearing like August. I keep hearing early August. I don't, I really, again, nobody really knows, but that's just kind of the rumors is is August. Well, and I think too, if you think about opening it up in sections like this, it's when it, you know, people first walk in, there's obviously something new people can check out, but at the same Mm -hmm. time, you know, they're probably looking at if they can get parts of it open at the very least in the summer, they can get the local crowds to come in and check it out as well. And I'm yeah. sure, you know, I, you know, I don't know how many people are going to travel from other states just to go check out a gift shop. Hmm. I, I don't know. I, now, I don't know how many people will come check out just for Minion Land, but I'm sure they probably at least thinking, OK, let's get part of this open and get that local traffic in here. Try and, you know, yeah, get that word out. So. Yep. If, well. I, if I were to see the thing is, if I were to bet, I'd say August. But okay. I think they probably would love to see July. We will, we will see. Uh, moving on to the next story real quick um, is about Fast 10. Family. <laughs> it's about family. Uh, the family has made $650 million at the box office. And $514 million of that is from overseas. Which is pretty typical of, of a Fast, of fast and Furious movie. You were, you were asking me about this. And I was like, yeah. It, typically makes all its money overseas it, it's never been a huge money maker in the in the, in the u.s mm-hmm. uh and it's also already on digital yeah which is interesting because that thing just opened like a couple of weeks ago yeah it's been like three or four weeks now i mean three i guess weeks? is it open is it available digitally worldwide or just in the u.s i'm not sure if it's worldwide i would I assume it's just the u.s because i don't think they really make these movies for the u.s um Maybe you're based on the box office. I don't. You're like, probably right. Domestically, <laughs> they may just say, "Hey, here's our two to three week run, whatever it is," and then put it on digital, and then make some, uh, you know, money on the video down or the video on demand type stuff. Yeah, but uh, also we wanted to mention Super Mario Brothers movie. Yeah, it has grossed over one point three billion dollars worldwide. So it broke over that one point two, which I think that means it did it beat Frozen two. Um, I'm not sure about that. It is the number one uh, movie of 2023. Yeah, so. I know it had Frozen two, and I think technically they classify Lion King, the and the remake one, as an animated movie because it technically is an animated movie, even though it's live action supposedly. But what? It. So yeah, they classify the Lion King movie as animated because it has so much CGI. Because mm. you're getting like animals to talk, and that's the well, whole movie. There's some that's interesting because there's so much CGI in like like superhero movies, right? So well, like what's the but argument if you think there? about Lion King, every single scene would be CGI because the entire movie is the animals talking. I guess, but yeah, that's like which I don't really t- I don't think that's an animated movie actually, but uh, I, yeah, I know it was like coming up against Frozen two because I think it. No, uh, so it's the number eighteen highest grossing movie so far. Uh, number uh, Frozen Two is number thirteen. What was Frozen Two's number? Frozen Two is one point four five. Okay, one point four. I couldn't remember what Frozen Two had. So I know yeah. in the animated movie wise, in that category is what I was talking about. So I think Frozen yeah. Two is the biggest animated movie, if you're not counting Lion King. 
Lion King, the actual, the rate, the first Lion. Oh, oh, I see you're talking about. Yeah. 2019's Lion King is 1.6. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's, that's interesting to know. Okay. Well, that's all the regular news today. Jared has a rumor he wants to talk about. So what is the rumor? Well, a couple of places have cited, and it, it is technically a rumor category, but the rumor is that Nintendo is in final negotiations with Illumination, who made you know, Super Mario Brothers, who, who produced Minions, all that stuff, to produce and make a Zelda movie. Okay. So that, is, that would be coming off the heels of Mario Brothers. And Zelda obviously just had a new game come out, which is a very, I mean, I think it may have been the biggest, uh, game launch. I know of the Switch it was. So Dang. That's a that's a big deal if they do that, which would okay. catapult off of Mario Brothers. I'm not familiar with Zelda. I know what it is, but I have no idea what the game is. So I don't know a lot about new Zelda. I definitely need to play it. They just had like I said, they just had the new game come out. I know that much. And then um but yeah it does give some credence what we talked about a few weeks ago of the rumor also was over there in Poseidon's Fury mm-hmm. that a Zelda land or ride may go in that area. So if you're seeing a Zelda movie, perhaps, mm-hmm. that would make a lot of sense that you'd also see a Zelda land. I mean, personally, I don't think it's a big deal just because I'm not really interested in Zelda. Like I said, I don't even know really what it is. I've heard of it, but um, so this isn't really my thing. So. Yeah, I mean, Zelda, I, I don't know a ton. I played the old Zelda games when I was a kid. But it is a very big franchise, and this would be, I think a Zelda movie would do great. It's got a, you know, it's got a huge, uh, you know, group of people that love it. Plus, it would fit in with, you know, people talk about, aren't they building a Super Nintendo world in Epic Universe? But they also do this where you've got Harry Potter in both Islands of Adventure and Universal Studios. So they've mm-hmm. kind of shown the precedent to put properties not just concentrated in one park as well. So, okay. I don't know. And also, too, besides Fury area, they do need to. I mean, that whole area is just kind of a walkthrough area. It really is. I mean, they have they have a like the Mythos restaurant. They've got a couple of walk up places to eat shopping in that area, but too. Sinbad's closed. The yeah. show is. And on. you could pretty easily kind of make that area into like a Zelda like area. So it's not the motif is not a ton different. Uh, Zelda is kind of like an ancient timeline type thing. And I don't, again, I don't know a ton about it, but I think it is a thing that could work in there. So I kind of lean toward with this news of Zelda. That that's definitely a possibility for Universal to do that. And again, it would fit in with wanting people to do more things outside of just go to Epic Universe when it opens. Uh, that's a good point. Maybe. Because that's the thing they're going to run into is when that does open, they want people not just in that park. They want them all over the place. I don't think they'll have a problem with that, but you never know. Um, Okay, well, that is all for the news today. We're going to move on to our topic, which, as I said before in the intro, Marvel Superhero Island 101. So, like I said, we've done Hogsmeade. We've done Diagon Alley. We just kind of break down what's all in the land. We'll give you some... Some fun facts. We'll give you some Easter eggs. We'll talk about you know our experiences and and going to the land and what we love, what we love and everything. So I guess we should start with where is Superhero Island, Jared? It is in the Islands of Adventure side of things. So when you walk into Islands of Adventure, you kind of once you go through the you know the main walkway, that would be port of entry. Port of entry. Yes. You need to go right or you can go left. You go right, you go into Seuss Landing and all that. If you go left, you go right into 
superhero island. Okay. Basically. And some yes. of you may be thinking, well, wait a minute. Marvel is owned by Disney. Why is it over here? And that's a very long conversation other than... I can't even. In the 90s, <laughs> Marvel wasn't doing so hot, and they sold off the theme park rights, which Universal has. So... Mm-hmm. Essentially, once Disney... East of the Mississippi. Right. So once Disney bought Marvel, everything west of the Mississippi, obviously there's Disneyland has Marvel stuff. Mm-hmm. Everything east is what Universal controls. This is why Universal has it. And if Disney wanted it, they would have to get the rights from Universal to do that. They don't have the theme park rights for anything of like the MCU, of the cinematic side. They don't. It's basically all based off of the 90s cartoons and comic books, essentially. So you're not. Does that include the current comics too? Don't I think it does. Uh, it could, I suppose, but it, it as it is now, it does not. So it's both. If you watch okay. the cartoons in the '90s, it'll all look really familiar to you. Okay. All right. Yeah. Well, we're not going to go into that too much today. We're just going to focus on what is there. Um, so after you go through Port of Entry, you turn, you go to Marvel, Marvel Superior Island. What is the first thing you see? That is the attraction to your, well, it's up and to your left. So you, you kind of walk through it, which <laughs> is the Incredible Hulk roller coaster. Yeah. So this opened May 28th of 1999. Which is opening day. Yes. Yeah. And that they redid it a few years ago. They completely redid the whole track, I believe, what, four or five years ago? Oh, not that long ago. Okay. Like two years ago? Yeah. It And it, it was down for like a year. Yeah. So they, they've redone it since then, but it did open May 28th, 1999. Uh, the ride lasts two minutes and fifteen seconds, and it is a big roller coaster. There are seven inversions and two subter- subterranean trenches, mm-hmm. and the first launch when you come out of it is a hundred and fifty feet. And this is straight from Universal. Says, "Unleash your inner Hulk. You're volunteered to take part in a science experiment based on Dr. Bruce Banner's research, but a blast of gamma radiation changes everything." You launch up to 67 miles per hour as Hulk-like power propels you upside down into a zero-gravity roll, racing faster and faster. Hang on as this high-speed red line rampage smashes its way through the sky. And it was by, um, uh, what was it, General Ross? He was the, like, the bad guy, right? He is a bad guy. Right, he's part, he's, he's basically part of this too and it's all in the queue you'll you'll learn all about it in the queue which you've never done oh no i have not ridden this i don't like roller coasters <laughs> yeah. i love hulk but i do not like roller coasters but i know right. the hulk story the the general right. ross like is basically the hulk was an experiment it's basically that yeah what you may not know is the hulk they were trying to replicate captain america's uh, super soldier serum mm. and it went awry and he became the hulk so he went awry mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but to ride this you have to be 54 inches tall and again, like many of the roller coasters at Universal, it has inversions and is very intense. So you mm-hmm. have to store your belongings in lockers right. so it does not fall out and hit people. Because that is actually a thing to think about on these. So they don't want anybody getting hit by below or on the ride with things. Yep. And uh, fun fact, the Hulk figure that stands at the entrance is just 13 feet tall. He's not that big, but he's, he looks big, but he's not. Wait, that big. you say he's not, that's not that big? Well, I mean, that's, that's big, but like... <laughs> It's not big compared to like the roller coaster. I right. don't know. <laughs> it's big compared to a human. I mean, it's pretty tall. Oh. Uh, it is a cool figure though out there. Also, fun fact, um, as I've said before, we were able to come to Islands of Adventure a couple weeks before it officially opened in 1999. And this is one of the rides we got to ride. 
and we we sat here. When you say we, who are you talking about? I'm sorry. I should, I should clarify. I should clarify. Uh, my mom, my dad, and my sister and I. And I was 14. 14, she was 11. And we were really into roller coasters back then. So we were super excited to ride it. It was a very long wait because it, it kept breaking not breaking down but just having to like stop and do things because it was still in testing so it was a very long wait to get on it and when we got on the actual coaster we sat there for like 20 minutes oh really yeah like i mean just it was a lot of stop and go stop and go with everything that the day that we went um but that was the smoothest it's ever been and ever will be <laughs> so yeah i've it heard it's great. not a very smooth roller coaster no but it's very cool the way you go kind of through the water and like, yeah, not through the water, but you like go over the water and all the inversions and loops and stuff. So it's a very fun coaster. It's a little too rough on my head and my neck. So I can't really ride it anymore, but I do I mean, remember it's a, liking it. It's probably, would you say it's the most intense coaster at Universal? Oh, no. That's Velocicoaster. Oh, well, okay. That's Velocicoaster is the fastest, and but it's the smoothest. Um, Hulk is... It's still fun. It's not the most intense. It's still really fun um, if you can handle all the the head jiggling. Okay. Which I can't, <laughs> unfortunately. Head, head jiggling is a no go for Jamie. No. So, but yeah, that is the Incredible Hulk coaster. Okay. So let's move on to the next one, which is Storm Force Accelatron. Yes, this is one a lot of people don't know about. It's uh, tucked back it's there. It's kind of tucked back here by the Hulk. So if you go mm-hmm. past the Hulk, you'll see it back there. So this opened May 28th, 1999. And it is a teacups ride, but I, I liken it to a teacups ride on steroids a little bit. Okay. Is a way to kind of put this. And Universal says, spin faster to summon Storm's power. The evil Magneto is plotting to take over the world. If Storm can harness enough thunder and lightning, she can blast him into oblivion. Board Professor Xavier's power generator and spin as fast as you can. The faster you go, the more thunder and lightning you'll create. The fate of the planet is literally in your hands. So the way, first off, Jamie can't even touch this ride. This would make you, <laughs> no in, I think if you sat down, it would instantly make you sick. So if you have motion sickness <laughs> no. issues, uh, this one I would say is a no-go. So what this yeah. is a mix of, it is teacups. Mm-hmm. So you spin, you have the little thing and you you spin the wheel to make it go around and you can make it really fast. But the, also the other element to it is much like uh, Aliens Rolling Saucers in Hollywood Studios and the Mater ride over in Disneyland where mm-hmm. it's that momentum. I don't know how what kind of ride you call it, but it kind of goes around and swings you. Yeah, like centripetal force. Centripetal force. Yeah. So it has that element with it as well. So you have that part plus the spinning part. Ah, so okay. you can get going very, very fast and you get very... I can tell you right now, I don't get motion sick. I never got motion sick on this, but you can get incredibly dizzy on this. Sure. I mean, our, I've only watched you do it, so... Well, it's like if it's if with both kids I do it with, you know, our son, he's not as much into like, you know, going crazy spin, but it's just me and my daughter. She wants to spin like crazy. Mm-hmm. You need a minute when you get off here. Like it takes <laughs> you a second because it's, it's a lot of spinning. But well, speaking of our, our children riding with you, there is no minimum height requirement. So anybody can right. ride it. Yes. So when you're in this and it's going around, it, it has like thunder and like little flashes of light. So you hear like it, it amps up the like the 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 longer you get yeah, to the very like end. it has a story to it, but it really doesn't need one if I'm being honest. <laughs> but it does. Um, but the a plus about this is it hardly ever has anything longer than like a ten minute wait. Yeah, it rarely does because again, most people don't. Most people go back there for the Hulk. 
Mm-hmm. And then you have to go past the Hulk to see this. And a little bit, especially after COVID reopening, it wasn't open for a while. That's right. It, it took wasn't. a bit. So it's it's a lesser known one. But our kids love it. I don't know if it's lesser known. It's just not as, I don't think, it's just not as popular. Well, until we started going to Universal a lot, I actually didn't even know it was there. Oh, well, and okay. we had probably been a handful of times. I mean, personally, I've, I just always forget about it because I can't write it. You yeah, know? So. that's what I'm saying. I just don't think, and it's not something that's really talked about everybody talks about the hulk and you know spider-man which we will talk about right but yeah okay well let's move on to the next ride in this land it's dr doom's fearfall another one i have not done i'm not a fan of heights but uh (laughs) this opened may 28th 1999 and it is located on yancey street or also known as villains alley so this is if you're walking you will walk in, you'll see the Hulk to your left, you keep going down the road, you'll see Spider-Man ahead of you, and if you take a left into, it is an actual alley, you will see Dr. Doom's Fearfall back there. Uh, you are shot 185 feet up and then down, and then it bobbles up and down a little bit, kind of. So you've seen yeah. these types of rides before. Uh, it lasts uh, 30 seconds, maybe. Super short. Yeah. Super short. Um from Universal, they say faster than the space shuttle. Apparently, that is true. It goes fa- shoots you faster up than the space shuttle. Okay. Um, Doctor Doom is testing his latest invention, a machine that sucks fear out of people. His plan: use the fear he collects as a weapon against the Fantastic Four. His henchmen will strap you into your seat, blast into the sky, and then, without a second to catch your breath, hurl you back down with a face melting force stronger than gravity itself. Sounds very intense. Uh, <laughs> Doctor Doom, great villain, fantastic villain. You uh, know more about this than I do. Oh, Dr. he's an awesome Doom. villain. Yeah. I just, yeah, I'm not a fan of these types of rides. But what's his name? Victor something. Victor Von Doom. Victor Von Doom. He's a he's a good villain. I think he's probably <laughs> the best villain in the Mar- that Marvel has. If I'm being honest, but okay. uh, to ride this, you need to be 52 inches tall. And when you actually get done with this ride, it exits you through the arcade. So you can, mm-hmm. there is an arcade in here that it's not just Marvel stuff in here, but it does have an arcade. So we'll talk about that more yeah. in a minute, but, um, and something is kind of funny. It's like, it's on this villain's alley. It's the only thing in this like side street. There's nothing else back there. There's, I need to go look there more. There might be some Easter eggs here and there, which we'll talk about in a little bit. Yeah. But, um, yeah, there's no, well, no other attractions back here. It's just Dr. Doom. Yeah, that is true. But there is some shade back there. So if yeah. it is a hot day and you're looking for maybe a little place to just kind of get out of the sun, it's not a bad place back there. And I will say, like when you're at, I think when we were staying at Sapphire Falls, we were in one room and we could see like over to Islands of Adventure because it's not that far away. Mm-hmm. And Dr. Doom, you can see the towers yeah, from your room, like right next to Hulk. So like it's one of those things you can see from afar that are kind of a, not, I, I wouldn't say like iconic, but... I wouldn't say iconic. No, I wouldn't say iconic. I mean, this is much more. It's it's a very much of a a carnival type ride. You would see kind of kind of nothing. I mean, if you think about it, it, teacups and this type of thing. The teacups has a little extra element to it, but you know, it's it's a you've seen these rides before, Mm -hmm. just not with this. And you get more of the story in the queue, but it's not much. Yeah. Um, all right, let's go to the last attraction of this land, and that's the Amazing Adventures of Spider Man. This is my favorite one. Uh, this <laughs> opened May 28th, 1999, and it is a 3D motion simulator, and it does last about five minutes. So you get a good, good amount of time. Yeah. 
Uh, from 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 Universal, this says, "Blast into action with Spider-Man! Strap on your 3D glasses and join the world's most famous web slinger on a high-flying adventure. Villains have stolen the Statue of Liberty, and it's up to Spidey to save the day. Face a cast of Marvel characters as you soar above the streets, scale sky, skyscrapers, and battle bad guys left and right. Just watch out for the 400-foot freefall. It's never a good thing." <laughs> Uh, Yes, so in this, there are quite a bit of uh, some Easter eggs. So you do have two Stanley, or Stanley makes three appearances in the Mm -hmm. ride. He's in the semi truck and he's in the street by the theater marquee. And at the end, he's there as well. So Stanley makes his little cameos in here quite a bit. Mm -hmm. In it, you'll see in here J. Jonah Jameson, Doc Ock, Electro, Hydro Man, Hobgoblin, uh, Scream, and there is. There's somebody else, I think, as well, but I can't think of it off the top of my head. Oh, I uh, couldn't think of another. I thought that was it. Is the, there more? That may be it. I'm trying. I'm running through the right in my head. I think that may. Be, oh, you do see um, Sandman. No, wait. No, you don't. It's no, just, you it's see Hydro Man. Sorry. Yeah. Anyways, you're right. That was right. Okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> to ride this, you need to be 40 inches tall. Mm-hmm. And so in this ride as well, the ride vehicles are called scoops. Scoops. And they can rotate a full 360 degrees in about two seconds. So they can spin really quickly. And lately, our son has been obsessed with r- watching POVs of this on YouTube. Mm-hmm. For whatever reason, he likes... I mean, he likes Spider-Man already, but he likes watching especially the first part where Spider-Man's talking to you. So I've heard that over and over and over again well, lately. Well, he's written this like four times, five times. And he <sighs> Maybe always... like twice. He's He's been chickening out lately, but I think he'll write it next time. Yeah. I, anytime he wrote it, he did fine. And then the last time yeah. we went to go write it, he didn't want to. So I'm yeah. not really sure as to why. But yeah, it's, it's a great ride. Uh, it's so fun. When I first went to Universal when I was in eighth grade, this was the my favorite ride. I loved it. I still love oh, it. It's, so it's still a great ride. They've updated it to supposedly 4K. So in graphics. 2012, they did a complete, like, I guess, enhancement mm-hmm. and they redid it. That's when they added Stan Lee. Yeah. That's when they changed uh, Spider-Man's look. Like his his you know, his um, suit got a little bit more, I guess, sharper, I guess. Uh, not as cartoony. It was yeah. more reflected of like current stuff well the theming in this in the queue and everything again is really good as well like we're going through the queue it's like you're going through the newsroom the daily bugle of the bugle so you see a lot of stuff there so it definitely fits in it's and they have the old cartoon playing that sets up the scene of what's going on so it's definitely an animated version of it so you're not sure you're not in a quote real world you're in an animated version of absolutely so that part i i like a lot because i loved the spider-man cartoon oh yeah so if you're a fan of that um yeah it's it's good i mean the, a good thing as well it can have some higher wait times depending on how busy the park is this is the one in this area mm-hmm. you know if you're there on a moderate day 20 minutes or so you can get in there if yeah. it's a busy day you're gonna be over an hour for sure middle of the day like on a weekend it'll it'll creep up 45 minutes or which higher. is crazy because this is an over 20 year ride 20 year old ride but it's so good it's and, a great it, the, ride. and the reason it's so good is one because everybody loves spider-man Yes. Spider-Man is very popular. But two, it does a really good job of integrating 3D effects with physical effects. So like mm-hmm. the part, and I don't remember who it is that does it, that throw the, the fireball. That would be Hobgoblin. Hobgoblin th- throws the fireball like on screen and then you have the physical effect like in the actual yeah, ride. So that- 
you know, it, a, it comes out. There's like, a couple okay. of, yeah, there's a couple of scenes that do that with heat. There's uh, Doc Ock has a scene that does that. They have water that'll spray you on Hydro Man. Yeah. Um, Electro will shock the car and it'll shake the car. So it's got a yeah. lot of, you're right, 3D elements mixed with physical things in there. So Was this one of the first ones or was this the first one that did this kind of thing? I couldn't tell you for sure. I would assume so, given this was, yeah, this was in 99. So, and I remember at the time uh, we were, so you went in 99. Yeah. I would have been like a year behind you. So we were okay. there right after it opened. I remember like just love, we, I think I wrote this ride like three times. Yeah. And um, it's always been a big hit. It's always been really popular. So I don't remember specifics back then if it did all that stuff. I would assume it did, but okay. I don't know. All right. Well, I'm, we're not going to talk about just Amazing Adventures of Spider-Man. Why not? Although we could. Why not? Um, so that's all the attractions in the land. So now we're going to move on to dining. So there are a couple of quick service places that you can that you can um, eat at. There's character dining meal, um, but there's some stands. But first thing we're going to talk about is... There is interplanetary popcorn which that you can get. Can, can you guess what's there? going to take a wild guess that they have popcorn popcorn. so they have regular popcorn souvenir bucket popcorn you can also get refilled here they have pretzels chips you can get an icy hot dog and -hmm. then soda drinks Uh, you can get the freestyle mugs refilled here as well i mean you can go to that cotton candy stand that's like right next to it and pretty much get like the drink stuff. Yeah. I mean, you could go, I don't know. You could probably go both places, but like, I want this and just go pick it up. I'm not sure if they'll, they still do that. Um, but it, cause it's like right next to each other, but that is one of the locations of the freestyle cups or yes. freestyle machines. And you'll find most places like that have that like right next to it is the cotton candy. Same deal. They got cotton candy there, but they serve basically all the same foods yeah. that the interplanetary popcorn does as well. Yeah. Uh, the main eating place in here would be the cafe Four. Yes, and according to Universal, they say superhero-sized appetite. Tell your hunger it's clobbering time. <laughs> Atop of the Baxter Building, the elite supergroup, the Fantastic Four, meets in their prominent headquarters and high-tech laboratory. And on the infamous building's ground floor, you'll find a convenient Italian eatery serving pizza, spaghetti, and meatballs, fettuccine, meatball subs, and chicken Caesar salads. And they do. This is where they do the Marvel character dinner. And it's a buffet. You can get one non-alcoholic beverage as well. And you get one digital download of a photo of a photo with a character. And this is priced at $52.99 per adult and $29.99 per child. We were actually talking about doing this sometime in the future because I think our kids would really enjoy seeing like Captain America. I think I don't know. I'm not sure Spider-Man shows up. Totally, totally just our kids. Totally just, just our children. Just yeah, no they're way, the only ones interested. I in no way, shape, or form would enjoy <laughs> any of that. I would enjoy it too. At all, <laughs> uh, I guess we should just to be super clear on this: the Cafe Four and the Marvel Character Dining are are a separate thing. So, like the Marvel ca- Character Dining happens in Cafe Four, yeah, but Cafe Four is like a quick service place. So you don't that's the pricing there is just for that character dining. But uh, yeah, I've actually never eaten in Cafe Four that I remember. May have when I was younger, so we need to go in there and, and check some stuff out. But I, from what I've heard, it's this very basic quick service food. Yes. So uh, moving on to the other places you can eat. So a lot of little things in here. So you got Auntie Anne's pretzels, which mm-hmm. always fantastic. 
delicious. <laughs> they have a fruit stand and it has snack and drinks there. Mm-hmm. You'll find a lot of the stands have a lot of the same snack and drinks for the most part. Some have yeah. ices, but they'll all have soda. And most of them will have some beer, but the typical snack foods they'll have there. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have the chill ice cream shop. And this has ice cream cups and cones, floats, beverages, and things like that. And then they have lemon slush as well. And then the other dining or, or restaurant you can go into in here is the Captain America Diner. And uh, in here, so there are some pretty good views of the park from this restaurant because it does have like a water. Yes. You can sit out there on the because there's a lagoon right Which up. I want to eat here. So I've been in here. I do. We should eat in here. I, yes. I've actually, weirdly enough, we were going through this and I've never, uh, we've never eaten in any of these. And especially, I feel like I need to eat at a Captain America diner because I feel like that should happen. I, I believe I have eaten here when I was a ch- when I was a kid. Like it's been a long time, so I don't remember. But yeah. I would love to I would love to check it out. I do know though that you can see Thor throwing his hammer across the restaurant, which is pretty cool. You can see the the Molnir. You can see Molnir from the uh, outside too. Mm-hmm. You can see it sticking out. Yes, I think that's pretty cute. Yeah, so it's a it's a really cool theme. I actually prefer this theming over the Fantastic Four one. Which it's not as big though. the The Fantastic Four one's a little bit bigger. Is that why the character? I'm, sh- I'm sure it probably is, and mm. it's got more space. It in would there. make more sense in Captain America Diner, but that's okay. We'll take what we can get, right? I agree. And the, yeah, the di- the sorry, just to go back to the character dinner, it just returned like back in February, so it's it has been gone for a couple of years. And yeah, and back. the only we did the the Grinch one at Christmas, so that's the only other yeah. Universal character dining we've done before. And we really want them to bring back the Minions breakfast. I yeah, think that ours, was a Royal Pacific. I think. Our son will freak out. He would freak out. Minion the dining. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. But anyway, so that's all the food because we're not going to really go like huge into the food because that's that, there's not really much else to say. Um, so let's go into shopping and other activities. So much room for activities. So much room for activities. Yeah. So in here, you have. So you got quite a bit, again, a lot of small stuff and some, some actual place you want to do. So there's mm-hmm. a small kiosk on the way to the Hulk. It's like sh- shirts and It's like the sides of Yeah, like little drinks. And and you see these yeah. all kind of all over Universal. Yeah. Just a small little thing there. Then, like we mentioned before, there's the Kingpin's Arcade. Yes. And from Universal, they say, serious fun for super gamers. The Kingpin, a.k.a. the Brainwasher, a.k.a. Wilson Grant Fisk, may run the mob with an iron fist, but he can't keep you from beating his machines. Show the vile villain he's met his match by conquering his exciting arcade and video games from high-speed driving simulations to enticing claw machines and classic favorites. Yes, it's just an arcade. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I guess I themed it, but it's just an arcade. There's nothing in there to me that, that I didn't even know, realize until I looked in the building not that long ago. I was like, oh, yeah, the Kingpin's up there, but there's nothing inside of it. That It's just it's an arcade. They just named we it. We did huh? that when our son didn't want to ride Spider-Man and it was raining. We went in here and played for a little bit. So you can get tickets and get little prizes in there, but it's just their typical arcade. But uh, Dr. Doom's throne does sit in there. Yeah, it does. Which is pretty cool. It's a little uh, fun fact for you. It is a little fun fact. There <laughs> is also the Marvel Alternaverse store. Good job. Uh, this was the one that has Wolverine's claws out front. It has somebody else up there too. But when I when I'm looking at the picture, I'm like, I don't know who that is. It's probably like a Storm or something, or not, or not Storm. Um, the girl, the girl, um, with her hair's white. That would be Rogue. Rogue. I think Rogue is up there. 
I don't know why you just don't ask me these things. I can I'm just so tell sorry. you. <laughs> but I know Wolverine is like right when you, you can walk in like the corner. You're basically walking under Wolverine's armpit. Kind of, yeah. It's kind of what you kinda do there, do. which is cool because I love Wolverine. So, yeah, it's fine. Um, and so, so what's cool about this store is like obviously they have like shirts and mugs and backpacks and everything. But um, you can actually meet Spider-Man in the back. And it's like there's a green screen photo op. And so they give you the photo, which you can buy separately, or if you have the My Universal photo package, you can use that too. But they actually put this on like a Marvel, looks like a comic issue yeah. for you, which I think is pretty cool. I want to say it's like 20 bucks to buy it. I can see that. That much it was. We talked about doing it. We're like, ah, we'll wait for our kids. The thing is, though, if you just <laughs> give me the picture, I'm good enough with Photoshop. We could just do that ourselves. But <laughs> you can't have but them they do it But they wouldn't get to meet him. Well, you, you know? so you have to pay to do that, right? Yeah, yeah like yeah, you yeah. can't just meet him and then. Well, you, I mean, you could do the the photo op, but like you just can't buy the picture. Right, but you could use your phone to take the picture. I see. That's the thing. You can, but like it's just green. Right. That's how. That's how you do. It. Actually, if you, I don't know if you can use your. phone. You may not be able to. I don't know. We'll see. Well, they might, they you, might put a kibosh on that. We may have to try this out. I don't know the specifics on it because we haven't done it. I just yeah. know you can get your picture there with Spider-Man. Yes. And yeah, I, I watched somebody do it and it's really, it's it was cute. Little boy was And cute. he's a good Spider-Man. It's a he good costume a good and everything. Spider-Man. But yeah. yeah. Uh, also, uh, we also have the Spider-Man exit, which is when you come out the Spider-Man ride. This mm-hmm. is the shop. This is a big, it says shop yeah. on the outside of it. Five and Dime, that's called. So in yeah. here is mostly Spider-Man stuff. Yeah. But they do have, you know, a bunch of Marvel themed toys and Shirts and all sorts of things. Lots of Spider-Man. We bought a Spider-Man plush there for our son. He couldn't. He could not have it. And he loves it. Mm-hmm. He does. He does enjoy. He it literally more. was playing with it today. So yeah, that's that's why I remember. Like, it's Spider-Man. Everybody likes Spider-Man. <laughs> um, there's also the amazing pictures, which is like just a place where you just go to a photo backdrop and take pictures and. You can get different backdrops to it. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's been there for a yeah. little bit. So, and then we there is the aptly named comic book shop, which is kind. I mean, it's is it the biggest one? Yeah, it's probably the biggest gift shop in the land. I'd say. Yeah, it's. I would say it's got. Yeah, I think so. I mean, they've got again. They've got the lounge flies and the shirts and and the mugs and keychains, but they also have like collectibles. They have some very higher priced items in there. I was going to say, they actually have comic books in and here. comic books. So you go to the right? back and they have comic books. You can look, I mean, it's like walking to a comic shop. You can flip yep. through them and see them and check them out. And like posters and they, stuff. And they've got, they actually weirdly enough. And I don't know the whole thing between, you know, universal and Disney and all that, but they actually mm-hmm. do sell some MCU stuff in this shop. Yeah, because there's like a uh, they have some lifelike looking action figures of Chris Hemsworth and Thor and Iron Man, so that are from the movies. So like Loki, Loki stuff was in there from mm-hmm. the show, which I was so they have again, a, they have a, there's about. a lot of cool stuff in here. Uh, if you if you're a fan of the comics, you could spend a lot of time in here. And recently, there okay, there used to be a little shop next door to comics to the comic book shop. And it was, I think for, it's changed so much. Like I remember one time it was Oakley. It was just an Oakley store. Mm -hmm. Well, it used to be called Marvel Boutique also, where it was just like women's apparel and lounge flies. And then it closed and it became like a meet and greet area, which I don't know if you remember that. used to be where you'd go in and take pictures. Yeah. Well, they closed that. Mm -hmm. And then so they just refigured it to um, be a part of comic book shop and knocked down that wall. So it's all one 
thing now. Yes. You can watch which is fine. Stuff. Which yeah. is fine. More shopping. Okay. That's fine. But yeah, if you're, if you're looking for Marvel related anything, that's where I would say to go in there because they have tons of stuff. Yeah. Um, you know, little, I mean, obviously they have shirts and expensive things, but they even have like keychains and mugs and all yeah. sorts of things in there. So you've got the Spider-Man basic shop set up and then you have this one that kind of has everything. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. And then the other one is the meteor crash near the fruit stand. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know this was a thing. I was looking through the whole land, just going like just here and there, just looking through it like on, on Google earth. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I think that's supposed to be a meteor. Yeah, it is. It has like the little um, uh, pylons or whatever they are, like sticking up with the characters on it. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, oh, well, that's that's interesting. Okay, okay. And apparently, because after I saw that, I I did some research, and apparently, like the the meteor is has apparently had some kind of like powers, which is what changed this superhero island area into what it is. It usually is a meteor that does that. Yeah. If I know it anything about meteors. the powers. Yeah. Um, and I know we just mentioned that they don't do that meet and greet inside area, but the characters, other characters do meet outside occasionally. Occasionally you'll see like Dr. Doom or you'll see uh, Captain America, Wolverine. Yeah. I mean, you'll see like Jimmy said, Captain America, Wolverine, Spider-Man, I think sometimes Rogue makes an appearance. I, I want to say in the past, but I don't know if that's a current thing. Well, they used to come out and do that. Like they come out in like motorcycles and cars. They don't do that anymore. I haven't seen them done it in a long time. It's been a bit. I was going to say they used to do a midday little parade. It wasn't even a parade. They just came out and started talking to people and it was music. But they would it. ride like four wheelers. Yeah. I remember it was weird. Did you see Captain America on a, like a... Like a four wheeler, and you'd see yeah. Wolverine on one. But I, ha- I don't know. I don't know if they still do that. If they do, we've been there numerous times throughout the day and hasn't seen, seen any of it. So if they do it, it must be at a specific time. I don't probably know. late morning. Times. Yeah. So if they still do it, your best shot would be late morning, early afternoon. Yeah. I would say. But the character you can't like. We've met Captain America before. Got a picture with him. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And I think Cyclops was there and. I'm trying to think who else. It does have a small rotation, but the main yeah. people people want is Captain America, Wolverine, and Spider-Man. Those are the main ones that yeah. people want pictures with. Um, if Doctor Doom's ever out there when I'm there, I want a picture because Doctor Doom's awesome. Okay. <laughs> and he's in purple, right? No. No. He is green. Oh, he's green. Doctor oh. Doom's all metal, and then he has the green oh, cape. Oh, okay. Well, who's in purple in the Fantastic Four? Uh, who's purple? In Fantastic Four? Well, what am I... I'm thinking of somebody dressed in purple. Maybe maybe I'm I wrong. mean Fantastic Four is uh Invisible Girl. Wait, is Cyclops purple? Cyclops in this land has like a he wears like a long trench coat. That's what I'm thinking of. That must be your thinking yep, of, yeah. That's it. That's it's it. not like his normal get up in the comics. It's like a long trench coat with his glasses that he has. Got yeah. it. Okay. I was like, I can't think of anybody in Fantastic Four what you're thinking, but yeah. Sorry. Um what are the thing that it's not really anything to, to take note of, but between Captain America Diner and the ice cream shop, there's a little area that is like vacation planning. Yes, they do. Have it's that. like a little kiosk. Thing. And there is this Easter eggs. Video. Like there's an Easter egg of Daredevil in this land. Where is that? Uh, it is over by the Captain America Diner, I think, but it says up there like um, uh, you'll see Matthew Murdoch, Law, and like different things. No, isn't it on the Alterniverse? 
shop because like right across. It from could be. Kingpin. I can't remember. I can't remember exactly. Probably. I can't remember exactly where it is. But there is little Easter eggs here and there. There's Thor on one of the. They, in this land, you have giant cutouts of the characters, which I actually like. Mm-hmm. Um, so you've got like Wolverine, a giant Captain America. You got Thor. You got Iron Man. You got Rogue, Magneto. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm trying to think of some of the other There's ones. Osborn, Osborn Laboratories. Yes, or something. That's that, from Spider-Man. It's, yeah, it's in the window of the Villain Alley area. Yeah, that kind of stuff. Um, all like notable things that you'd see in comics. Yeah. Oh, the other character you see sometimes is Storm. She's been out there before. Yeah. There's another character as well. So, yeah, um, yeah there's, a, you know, you can find all sorts. If you know the comics well, you can see all sorts of little Easter eggs here and there that are, that yep. are in there. Um, so we have a few tips and we can kind of expand on this if you want to. But um, we have a couple, some tips for navigating this land the most efficiently, in our opinion. So Yes. Well, the first one would be Hulk and Spider-Man are the, they will have the biggest lines. Mm-hmm. in this land so if you want to ride those do them early i would think so yeah. i would say depends so. on crowd level but i mean again spider-man you know if it, again if it's a really busy day it's going to have lines but if it's yeah. not a super busy day this one lately doesn't have a terrible line but i would still say yeah. do it early just in case and then later in oh, the sure. day if you want to ride it again if it's low weight then you know go for it yeah uh there are a couple of phones like telephones around the land that say messages like if you pick up the phone and listen mm-hmm. uh i don't know i i know there's two i know one is right by the cotton candy place but i cannot remember for the life of me where the other one is so but it it looks it's just like a little pole and it's it's very like i think it's out there by spider-man is it by spider-man i think i'm pretty sure it's down there by <gasps> oh it's by the, um it's like right by the queue like the outside queue yeah, is over there oh, so. okay okay yeah so pick up the phone and and listen you never know what you're gonna hear i don't know Somebody giving you some a new mission. You <laughs> never know. Right. Uh, and uh, well, another one. This was interesting, and I don't know if I've ever noticed this just without knowing this. But the buildings in the land are painted with a special kind of paint to change colors depending on how the sunlight hits it at certain angles. So it'll mm-hmm. look a little different at like sunset, especially or like midday or morning. So it can kind of look a little different. If you look at pictures, you can tell it's mm-hmm. not drastic, but you can tell. Yeah, just a little. Subtle mm-hmm. subtleness over there. Yeah. Um, do you have any other tips that you can think of? Well, it's not a huge. It's not huge. Uh, it's a small land. It's yeah, small. they do have. There's a a manhole cover. I guess you would say that says Marvel Superhero Island on it when you're in there. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, there's not a ton of Easter. Again, this is built in like '99, so that right. time theming yeah. for lands is a little different now than it is current day. So a lot of this is, you know, like Spider-Man is a great ride, still holds up. Obviously, Hulk is a popular ride. But a lot of these, you know, the the uh, Teacups Type 1 and the Doctor Doom, they're basically just uh, carnival rides with themes on them sort of thing. So, it's you know, it's on a street. You go through there. So it's not, it's not a whole lot to it. You can walk through it. I mean, if you don't stop and you walk through this land, it would, what, take you two, three minutes if you just straight walk through it? Yeah, it's not, I mean it's real. It's real fast. It's not huge, but it is cool. Like I like where Spider-Man's exit. They make it sort of look like you know Metropolis or or a city from the comics and things like that. I know Spider-Man's not Metropolis. I'm just using that as a thing. But <laughs> he's New York and Brooklyn. But oh, sure. Uh, I'm gonna get well, yelled at about that get one. Yelled at. I was thinking Superman for some reason, but um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, other than I mean, obviously rope dropping. If you want to go in here and do that, 
if you're a fan of the comics, the stores are really cool. They have a lot of cool stuff in there. You could spend a lot of time uh, checking out stuff in there. And again, they do have some stuff from the MCU. So you never know what you might find in there if you want to, you know, get some authentic MCU type stuff as well. Yeah. Anything you can think of? I don't think so. They do have that Fantastic Four car that's outside of oh, the restaurant. Yeah. It doesn't do anything really. It's a it's a decent photo op it's, for kids. It needs to or be re- adults. It needs to be repainted. There needs to be something else. You just sit yeah. there. I think you can push some buttons on it, but it doesn't really do anything. It doesn't do you anything. You sit there and do that. So yeah, um, yeah. I I mean yeah. I, I we enjoy this land a lot. Um, obviously, you know we've been since we were kids, and it's held a lot of nostalgia for me. Just not even because of the sup- the superhero part, but just because I've been there s- so much as a kid. So yeah, I love it. It's got bright I'm colors, kind of like you think of in the comics in the nineties. Um, but again, it's not like you could spend all day in this land. Uh, this no, is very much no, a no, no. you know you write some stuff in here. You know, a couple hours you'd probably be pretty good. But again, mm-hmm. if you're a fan of the nineties cartoons and the and the comics, I think you'll like this. And uh, it's it's cool. I, I enjoy it a lot. Yeah, me too. All right. Well, that is all for our deep dive 101 Marvel superhero island talk. Okay. Do you have anything else you want to mention? I don't. I just want the shield. <laughs> okay. I want Captain America's shield. <laughs> do they? Sell? I want. I bet they do. I haven't even checked. Maybe they do have a shield in there you could buy. I don't know. Actually, you know what? I bet they don't. I bet they don't want people walking around with a giant shield. Maybe not. Maybe not. Just thought about that, but yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So thank you everybody for listening to our little spiel about the about this wonderful land. Um, if you want to get any more content from us, we have other shows on the network. You can listen to the main Capture the Magic podcast on Thursdays with Jared and I. We talk all things Disney news topics, etc. Uh, we've got Trip Tales once a month. That's my little trip report show I have. I'll be having another one out in a couple of weeks. We do Outside the Bubble once a month on Mondays. We haven't had one in a little bit just because we've done more focused on Disney and Universal, but we will have one coming up here soon. And uh, we do have these shows on YouTube. So if you would like to just watch us talk about this stuff, you may do that on our YouTube channel, Cap- Capture the Magic. Uh, well, the video episodes are actually at CTM Podcast. Oh, okay. This is a different change, right? Because you switched everything over to right. Its own channel. So, yeah, the video our video versions of the podcast on this one and all the, all of our podcasts are at CTM Podcast on YouTube, and then the vlogs and sort of like edited informational videos are at Cap the Magic. So split those up so you get the two different channels. There. Go subscribe to both, but they're, Thank you. they're split up. Thank you for clarifying that for me. Mm-hmm. And don't forget to check out the social media channels, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Facebook, we're Capture the Magic Community. Um, and then we're Capture the Magic or Cap the Magic on other platforms. We're at Cap the Magic everywhere except for TikTok. That's the only one that's okay. Capture the Magic, which I think I'm going there to change go. it to where they're just all Cap the Magic. Okay. So there you go. Um all right, that's it, I think. Um, I've got nothing else. All right, we're going to go to Volcano Bay the end of the week. So um, we'll, have, we'll chat about that in a couple of weeks because we love Volcano Bay. And uh, yeah, so thank you everybody for listening or watching. And thank you, Jared. You're very welcome. Thank you. And as I always like to say, we will see you in the parks. Bye. <laughs>